when a 20th century teenager rubs a 17th century lamb, he gets everything he ever wished for and more. What is your command? Wow. He used to be a down-and-out kid. But now, he's an up-and-coming star. My best player. Hey everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy, and today we checked out the Italian-American family comedy film Super Fantagenio, also known as Aladdin. That's right. It's an Italian movie, sort of, kind Starring, of. Starring, uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me if you've heard this one before. Luca Venantini as Aladdin. Al Haddon. Alan Haddon. Uh, no, I, I stopped because it's like I, I, there was a misprint on there, and I said, mm-hmm. like I said Ali Haddon, but no. then I realized it was just like a piece of hair fell on my screen. No, it's um, Janet Argren as Janet Haddon. Mm-hmm. Umberto Rajo as police chief. Raffaella Motella as the police superintendent. Julian Volician as Jeremiah, Al's grandfather. Yep. Diami Spencer as Patricia O'Connor mm-hmm. and Tony Adams as Monty Syracusa. Oh yeah, I also forgot to mention that this movie stars Bud Spencer as the genie. That's Up right. the lamp. The only time Bud Spencer actually was in a canon movie. Somehow. Yeah, same thing with a Fabio Freezy soundtrack. The only time he's ever done a soundtrack for canon as well. A lot of weird firsts for this movie. Do, 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 yeah. do. The whole soundtrack sounds like a Sonic the Hedgehog game. Yes, which is... Par for the course for Italian cinema from that era. So, J.D., what's this film about? So it's about a boy who finds a magic lamp, gets a genie to grant his wishes, and ends up in more and more crazy situations until it escalates to a point you would not have imagined happening at the beginning of the movie. And not once, even though we expected it, did we hear the words uttered, I want you to be my father. I want you to be my real father, because my father disappeared. Because my father ran around on my mother and disappeared. And we never hear him talked about in his movie. But we're poor and we live with my trash bag grandfather who's a mm-hmm. drunk and a, uh, a a gambler. And uh, would sell his own son to the, the mob if he could. The weird thing about this movie is that it feels very much like a family movie from the 1990s. Yeah, it does. This sort of movie wasn't really done very much in the 80s. So we're watching it. It feels like this is kind of like what they would later build off of i almost feel like this is what the plot of the mandela affected kazam with sinbad would have been yeah, it would yeah. just have been this plot but with sinbad instead of bun spencer yeah probably and would, no italian mob it's almost <laughs> it's almost weird thinking that uh that they would have ripped off an italian movie considering what a lot of italian movies from that time were known for doing but oh it, and also this predates the disney's Aladdin. it does yes this was before the whole genie boom which took place because of that aladdin movie so Canon was not trying to piggyback off of Disney's success in this one. They just wanted to make it a family movie, and that's what they made. You know what? Them Italians, they cheap when they can make films. Let's uh, get them to make an Italian film since we don't have a lot of money. Yeah, although in this case, I think they did a pretty good job with the obviously lower budget they had. They didn't... Um, there wasn't anything uh, out there special effects-wise... Aside from some some awesome green screen work that was, and by awesome, it's air quote awesome because mm-hmm. it's so bad that it's good green screen work. Is a, a flying car, and then later a flying car pet. 
being chased by helicopters that that all suddenly turn into hot air balloons. And we're not even the same. Ex- we're not even going to explain how it got to that point. The same hot air balloon. We're not even going to explain how it got to that point. You're just going to have to guess or watch the movie yourself, just because it, so, that's how that's how the movie works. Literally, the film begins with. I'm a poor boy helping out for $5 a day mm-hmm. at a thrift shop where the owner finds stuff that fell off a boat, literally, because they're all from the wharf. Yeah. So And, he, and the kid ends up with the lamp. He, he rubs it, and he ends up with the genie. So <sighs> Damn children. I wish they would stop rubbing things in the back room alone by themselves. So from that point on, you pretty much know what is going to happen. I mean, conceptually, you know what's going to happen, but in this sort, in this movie, considering it's a canon movie and it's an Italian movie, so you have a very long <laughs> string where it's just like the genie giving the boy infinite wishes—not three wishes no, like your wishes. your your granddaddy's Aladdin, but uh, yeah. an infinite amount of wishes—and most of them are just simply, "I want a father figure in my life, so stay with me." Yeah, and his powers disappear after sunset, which is used a surprising amount in the movie. It's uh, actually kind of surprising. It's and much. the other strange thread that one, runs through this movie is mm-hmm. a citywide protection racket from the Italian mob <laughs> and a kidnapping human trafficking racket run by the mob that they they get involved in. Yes, and that's um, not even the uh, that's not even the climax. And of then the movie. also, and then also, the other through line of the genie they think might be a robot, so they they mm-hmm. want him for their American superpowers to take over the world. They want to no. They wanted to rule a single uh, nuclear missile base in Canada, just one. Everybody else doesn't get any. Just that one because it's ruled by that one guy. And, and he wants to be he wants to be the ruler of the world, which is so bizarre. But that's the movie. It's it's bizarre. It's exactly what you expect from an. Italian Do you know movie that he's Canada not a movie. robot? You don't know that. You just can't know that until he becomes human at the end of the movie. Because you know that's that's how it works. Gotta, I want you to be my. Da- oh yeah. Also the the. the the, the triggering phrase isn't I wish, it's I want. I want. I, I don't know why they made that change. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to be different. So they were. And this movie was pretty different in a lot of ways. Also, all the weirdness we're talking about, not a lot happens in this film. It's just that the no. weird things stand out. No, it's just a string of weird things. It's just A the... lot of it is just Al and the genie. So mm-hmm. Bud Spencer and Mr. Uh, Valentini Salvatini. Yeah. I can't remember. Luca? Luca. Yeah, wandering around. It's like it's just them wandering around, going. I wish I was better at sports. I yeah. wish I could beat these crap out of my bullies. I wish I, I wish I had a real dad. It's just here's the situation. Here's the wish, making the situation even crazier. And then usually some result from a previous wish coming back from another character to deal with another situation, and then getting roped into that one. So it's like goes in circles all over the place. I may imagine, but I could have swear that it's like somebody at some point goes, "Man, you're having a very busy week this week." Yeah, because it was a, it was very busy. <laughs> the amount of stuff that was going on at, at one time, like when I, I think the it, movie takes place over like a three day period. I think it might take place over a, a week. couple of days. Yeah, 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 at least a week because there's a whole point where it's like. He's shot in jail three times, four times, mm-hmm. and also just spreading around the rumor that no, 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 I'm I'm, I'm one of many brothers, yeah, and they're all and we're all twins, we're all identical. Which mm-hmm. it was an eventful week, let's put it that way. Oh, and, and also his cover is mm-hmm. that he pretends to be the boy's chauffeur, yeah. and and the mother, bless her heart, just kind of rolls with him, and goes, oh, okay, my son has a chauffeur now. He just has a chauffeur. That's just the way it works now. We don't know why, but he just has a chauffeur, and then she flirts with him all the time. Yes, because we need to establish the parental relationship somehow. 
So, Randy, all that said, what were your general impressions of Super Fantagino or Aladdin? What the hell did I just watch? (laughs) (laughs) It's a canon movie, and it's an Italian movie, so it's the double-decker on that front. And then my next next, uh, thing on that is just simply... Do 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 We watched a lot of. Uh, obviously, we watched a lot of canon movies on here. We, oh, really? We you watched... don't say, JD. We're, we're, I, I thought this was only the non-canonical adventures of JD or Randy. I mean, we occasionally watch an, a canon film. We've also watched uh, quite a bit of family movies on here, and and in general, and I've watched a bunch of Italian movies, and this is pretty much a mixture of all those as. And if I'm going to be very offensive here, probably the best of the bunch of the Italian films. Well, I'm going to say for that I've watched for for a certainty of all the canon family movies we watch, this is definitely the best one. Okay, yeah, yeah, this one by far it's... outstrips Going Bananas. Though that's that's funny. That's not even saying anything. Same thing with like Too Much. This one, like I said, it's all over the place, but it's okay. all over the place in a way that makes it enjoyable. What is it with canon and? Family films that have us going, what the hell did we just watch? <laughs> I mean, too much ends with a robot uprising and a children's uprising. Going Bananas has Dom DeLuise and a little person in a gorilla costume. Mm-hmm. And is incredibly racist. But, <laughs> and then this movie here is just all over the place. I think it was more because back then there wasn't really a family film style. Like we said, that was more or less a 90s thing. That wasn't really a thing in the 80s. And there's a scene in this movie where the genie with no powers mm-hmm. gets into a Bud Spencer freaking fist fight in a nightclub with a bunch of mobsters. Yeah. And he beats them all up like in blind fury. The lights even go out at one point. Like I said, it just feels like... If this is for kids, we can do whatever we want, more or less. Obviously, not. this doesn't have to make sense. Not. As long as there's a shiny ball every once in a while, the kids will watch and well, eat it up. Well, that's just it, though. It did make sense. It was just I know. strange. That's... And and except for these weirdness and like, oh, the weirdness is cool. It's like you get a lot of just something that's like, oh, we're we're doing this wish fulfillment now. But um, literally wish fulfillment. But yeah, I completely that's... forgot that this is part of the whole thing. Is that mm-hmm. uh, genie basically asks him only to wish for his fondest stuff, not to overindulge. Yeah. And that's what he does. That's why he asked at the end. Are you sure that's what you want? No, I guess not. Oh, yeah. Um, also, because we don't want to explain how you get to this point with them being chased by helicopters. Mm-hmm. He literally asks the genie, like Al, asks the genie, I want you to crash those helicopters. And the genie literally goes, okay, if that's what you want. And then he goes, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to kill all those people? Mm. No, I just want to be really slow. <laughs> I just want to be really slow. We turn them into air balloons. Oh, that I can do. It's like, yeah. okay, yes. Yes, Bud Spencer. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like... When... And then they fake his own, fake his death, and he comes back as a human as a nightclub singer. Yeah. It's kind of like when we watched Rad in, in the way that, like, you can recognize all the parts, but watching it as as an experience is like more enjoyable i think than the sum of its parts it just like adds up to be a fun experience because there's nothing really in this movie that turned me off of it yeah there's nothing I was offensive in, about it i was it. engaged just, the entire time i was watching it's there's it's just a little bit slow it's it's like basically that's what the, it comes mm-hmm. from sound to is that the type of things that mm-hmm. 
to bring a more quote unquote modern take into a wish fulfillment for children, like it's it's freaking blank check. It's like okay, I can do whatever I want because I have X amount of money or I have X power. And what does the kid want? I want to beat up my bullies. I want to be. Yeah. I want to win in my uh, basketball game. I want the girl next door. Also, he's kind of a creep about that. Uh, it's like <laughs> I've always loved you. Uh, I think I need to go home. <laughs> that was funny. Um, and then also he's like, I want you to watch me as I do the water skiing stunts. Yeah. And then his father, I mean his uh, genie, abandons him to chase after another woman. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, like, a little on the nose there. But, like, like none of that is really, like, I'm saying all those things. None of that is really exciting. But whenever you just let the genie go off, do his own things, mm-hmm. things get weird. Yeah. It's always, like, making a turn. And it's always, like like we said, how the movie ends. You're not going to expect it to end that way when you see the beginning of the movie. It's just not something that's going to pop in your head as the a possibility. The Freaking movie is a race to the finish. Just toss the freaking lamp into the Bermuda Triangle because it's the <laughs> deepest point in the ocean, which it's not. Uh, so that nobody, no adults with who would mm-hmm. want to take over the world can get it because it's too much power. Mm-hmm. And that, oh boy, I'm glad that it was a boy like you who wanted it. You're my real son. Yeah, like I said, it's if it was done in the 90s. I'm proud like of said, you. It would have been something like like blank check would have been a lot more on the nose and obvious about everything it was trying to do. But by the same token, like blank check is pretty forgettable and nobody okay, the really only th- remembers it. The only thing memorable about blank check is the terribly inappropriate relation between the little 11 year old boy, 12 year old boy and the adult woman who says, call me when you're 18. Very big in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> but big, at least it was understandable because he presented completely as an adult Except that he he presented as a uh, uh, mentally disabled adult. It's still it's still. Hey, keep in mind, JD. Keep in mind that the ending, the original ending that she wanted to go for in Big was that the uh, the girlfriend wished at the same thing and came back as a kid so they could live their life together. Yeah, let's just get off of Big now. <laughs> I like Big. Big is a great movie. I'll fucking fight you on that. You can fight all you want. I ain't uh, ain't going into that one. That and Joe versus the volcano. Great films. <laughs> well, okay, Joe versus the volcano is a good one. But anyway, this movie, like I said... Jade's cutting all that out. <laughs> like I said, this movie is crazy and all over the place, but I think a lot of that is to its benefit, because as I said, family movies were very standardized in the 90s. So a lot of what we're talking about is just like, it should probably do this, when that's mostly because, yeah, if it was made in the 90s, it would have done that, because that's what it was in the 90s. But at this point, there wasn't really any sort of family... Like, you think of family movies even at the time, like... Uh, What's the one uh, Disney did uh, where the kid gets thrown into the future by aliens? Oh, uh, Flight of the Navigator. Like, that is a crazy movie. And there's a lot of really weird stuff in that thing. Which I still think would make a good non-canon episode, just saying. Yeah, but like I mean, that's the type of stuff that... Starring the kid from Cloak and Dagger. And Cloak and Dagger is another example of something that goes off really off, off the wheels. But, like, that's kind of what makes this stuff more fun to watch now, I think. Because if we just watch the standard 90s family movie which we have done party at ground zero yeah there's a few of them we've watched where we're just like it's fine but like you've seen it you know exactly what's going to happen in this movie you understand what's going to happen just because of the way these sorts of films work but you're not going to see what's happening coming and i think that gives it a bit of an advantage i think like to, to give another example that's contemporaneous with this would be for a family movie live action would be like a Milo and Otis, where mm-hmm. it, it, it does follow a structure, but it's not as set in place, and there's a lot more uh, puppy and cat murder uh, than uh, in real life than there should be uh, in that movie. Well, also too, you could you could even make like 
in the same sort of genre. Like uh, the original Incredible Journey was also remade in the, the, the original Homeward Bound. The original Homeward Bound is a very different movie than what the talking animal movies became, mm-hmm. even its sequel. Because if, the original Incredible Journey didn't have uh, talking animals in it. It was all just the, the yeah. doctors doing their acting and yeah. the cactors doing their <laughs> acting. Yeah, but even in the actual remake in the 90s, the first one, Homeward Bound, it's still relatively different than what a talking animal movie would become. And I think that gives it an advantage if you want to watch it today. Because you'll get a very different experience than if you watch any of the other ones. Less formulaic. Uh, yeah. it, it, was, it was the formula maker, Shady. This one wasn't a formula maker, though. We're getting off topic. No, it's but, not uh, a formula maker. It's just that it was before there was that sort of thing, like all like a blank check sort of deal where like you watch that you pretty much know everything's going to happen not just the events but like what what's basically what, going what to basically a lot of the family action family movies i know we're going on this tangent but it is relevant to the plot of this is that yeah a lot of the family movies in the 80s that were live action mm-hmm. were following the i don't want to say awful but like the middle of the road milk toast 60s 70s output of Disney live action films like the, the Swiss of, Family Robinson, kind of. the Computer War Tennis Shoes, like like a lot of the um, the early uh, he's, he's in a lot of uh, John Carpenter films. Um, not Kiefer Sutherland. What the hell? Uh, he's his name starts Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of Kurt Russell like early output like that stuff. It's like a lot kind of the middle of. of the road where it's like it's a little bit meandering, a little bit slow. A little bit like that, but at the same time, like it doesn't feel like they're trying to copy those. No, movies. no, but but that's that's kind of like what what I'm what I'm using like as a mm-hmm. reference as a as a meter stick for a family movie because that's basically it's like by today's standards, you try to watch some of those older family movies, you kind of go, wow, this is kind of boring. Yeah, kind of. But like I said, in in these cases, like the ones we usually cover, is like they're a little slower, sure, but they also have a lot of energy at the same time as. Even though this movie is a bit slow at times, it is very energetic. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there is a lot going on and in this movie. Even in the acting too, even though like I said, they're Italian actors mostly doing English. They're very they're very animated, which they should be because they're Italian, but they're very animated. There's lots of hand talking. You don't see me doing hand talking right here. No. But like like that in that case too, like when we watched Rad, one of the reasons we really liked it is because, even though it, it was obvious what the movie was about, is that it had a lot of fun doing what it was doing. And a lot of the move, this movie just felt like they were just, yeah, let's do a crazy thing here. Why not? Let's do a crazy uh, out there thing. And every every single new thing they did, they tried something different, I think. Like the whole uh, basketball scene is different than the whole fight in the nightclub scene, which is different than the helicopter scene, you know? Like yeah, which is different and... th- than the fight with the bullies. It's like, yeah, I, I, said I, I said I, I wanted to... Uh to uh fight can i go fight the the bullies and i and you said go ahead he's like yes but you didn't ask me if 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 you you didn't say i will go fight those bullies and he goes okay well i will i I will go take down those bullies (laughs) yeah and then go ahead yeah like i said it's so uh Mm -hmm. low light of the film is just that it's kind of meandering a little bit yeah i would say that's probably it if you want something more structured, it's you're not going to get it in this movie. Then again, like I said, it, it's, it is a canon movie and it is an Italian movie it's from a, it, that era. So. I will say, I will say, <laughs> the, um, you know, canon film, mm-hmm. uh, Italian film, that it's a little less meandering than something like Hercules and its sequel and the Sinbad movies. Hmm. Movie, I should say. Like, it's a lot less meandering and episodic than those films. 
I definitely feel like everything kind of wraps into each other. Yeah, between. like, it, it builds on each other. They're not separate episodes of things going on. No, it doesn't feel episodic. It's just, there's a steady build. It's like, okay, you're mm-hmm. introduced to the cop at the beginning, and then and then the cop keeps getting brought into the, the hijinks, and then the, then it escalates into the police commissioner, yeah. and then to the military, but, but they're always still there, so it's always building. And then you have, like, one gangster, two gangsters, and then one gangster, and then another gangster, and then it, it keeps getting more and more until you suddenly at the top. Like, there's always a steady build. Yeah. It's like I said. It's it's not exactly like it's not going to be win awards for originality or anything like that. And it's like I said, it's not exactly fast or anything. But when you're watching it, it's just it's enjoyable. It sucks you in. You want to see what's going to happen next because everything that happens next kind of tops the thing that happened before it in a way you didn't even see coming. And I think there's a little bit of a value in that. But the issue with all that is, yeah, everything tops itself. But it's all the stuff that the interesting stuff in the movie is the stuff that's not associated with the kid. Well, that's kind of the point, though, isn't it? It's like it's like this all comes out of what he wishes. That's it's like it's like the um, mm-hmm. the freaking water skiing scene. It's like the only thing um, uh, entertaining about that whole sequence is mm-hmm. the genie standing in for his father walks away to go flirt with a woman who looks, who's reminds him of somebody he used to know, and yeah. then the scene immediately following that with the girl with him telling the girl that he loves her and the girl going, "I need to go home." Although to be fair, we're not kids either, so yeah. Maybe kids would find that more interesting. I don't know. I'm not a kid, so I can't say. But, like, since we're older, and the adult stuff actually being engaging is actually a plus. So Yeah, it's. <laughs> it, but that was the most important, important most entertaining part of yeah. the movie, uh, was the adult stuff. Not not as adult as in sexy, adult no. as in uh, scandalous or, 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 or so violent. So would that be your positive of the movie, your highlight? Uh, yeah, no, no, positive is just Bud Spencer. It's like uh, mm. some of the delivery is amazing. Like the be- honestly, the best line of the movie is like, "Are you sure he's not a robot?" <laughs> That's a good one. That, that, that comes char- out of nowhere. That whole character is just funny. But like, there, there's 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 just stuff like that in the movie where it's just like kind of takes you by surprise. But at this the man same has time, no fingerprints. It works in context of the movie, which is like I said, Italian canon, 1980s. I don't think you get this any other any other time, any other place. They think he's a criminal, and then they're like, no, wait, maybe he's a spy or another agent. Maybe he's an alien. Are you sure he's not a robot? Uh, it's mm-hmm. like, it just es- that yeah. escalation is just so insane. And the fact and that it, work- can- it works in with the rules where he, and the fact he loses that- his powers at night. Too. And it's the rules of three. It happens three times. It is. That's, that's like I said, it's weird. There's lots of rules of three in this film. Yeah, you could tell it was made by people who had done this sort of stuff before. Like, uh, Bud Spencer, his director, um, cer- certain many people in this movie. Cause There's even three fight sequences. Yeah, and they even escalate. <laughs> From a kid fighting a bunch of bullies to um, to a single man taking down a bunch of gangsters, shooting him up to um, a man with no powers, uh, just overpowering them with single-handedly in a nightclub brawl. Let's turn into Blind Fury for a second. <laughs> like I said, it's it's a cra- it's a crazy time overall. So, all that said, Randy, what's your score for Aladdin or Super Fantagino? Oh, this no, this movie's not a good movie. It's like, it's not a great movie. It's mm-hmm. not nothing by anything. But there's something about it. Something, mm-hmm. there's heart to it. Um, I'm going to give it a... I have to give it a three. I can't give it a four. I want to give it a four, but there's something holding it back. But but this mm. movie is a really, like, a, it's a fun movie. Like, it's it, fun like if, if, if I saw one of the usual places offering it for sale in a good format, I might go get it because I honestly would watch this film again because it mm-hmm. was good, clean, dumb, fun when it was good, clean, and dumb, and fun. 
Except for when it wasn't, which was just kind of like, ugh. I think this is is one of those movies that you could watch now and still get as much enjoyment out of as you might have back then. Because I actually enjoyed it, and and really the only times I looked away to do research on the film was Hmm. when I got bored with the kids' stuff. Yeah. Although, again, that might be an audience thing. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. But yeah, I think I'll... Well, I think I will give it a four. I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it, and I would definitely watch it again, especially if maybe somebody like, I don't know, one of the uh, Kino Library or somebody. Yeah, yeah, no, but, but, but Scream and, and uh, Show, you can stay away from it. It's fine. But, uh, <laughs> but even an Arrow uh, video putting out a special edition with a really nice cover, that would be great, but not as great as a Vinegar Syndrome putting out a really nice slip cover of this one. Maybe yeah. with another Bud Spencer film, I don't know. Yeah, because they're just, they're, just, they're just starting to put those out now. But, yeah, overall, it's a fun time. Okay, Vinegar Syndrome, I know you just listened to this. <laughs> a two-pack, canon two-pack of this movie mm-hmm. and Too Much. Too Much. With a loving restoration of Too Much and Aladdin. <laughs> In one, one thing? In one two-pack. Or individually, I'd buy them. It's like even though Too Much isn't a good movie. Or maybe they would do something even crazier and put Aladdin and uh, the uh, Seven Magnificent Barbarians. Oh, God. The fact that I only recently... like I had seen arguments like, is this even a real movie? It's like, I can't find it anywhere. It's like, no, apparently it's a real movie. I found it finally. It's like, dear God. Yeah. I guess a lot of weird stuff, but... Yeah, I think that's all we really got to say about this one, everybody. So, uh, thanks. Solid movie, fun movie, uh, great. Oh, we forgot to mention that the title song is probably the best part of the whole movie. Oh, yeah, the title song. Oh, yeah. okay. Actually, I, can I can I change my my score? <laughs> what? Because I just remembered the sound the, the soundtrack sure. that instantly pushes it back up to a four. Oh, the soundtrack is great. Like I like like taking everything into account. I'm like, there's something holding me back from saying three to four at the time. It's like, oh right, because I forgot about the soundtrack for a second. <laughs> soundtrack. Fabio Frizzi always does a great job. He like the music in this film is probably the highlight of the film. It's really good and um, incredibly catchy. You'll probably hear some of it. It's, maybe. <laughs> it's living rent free in my head for the entirety of this thing. Yes, and that's one of the reasons I would buy it if it de- if it definitely came out physical. So if anybody is listening to this who is in charge of anything like that, definitely look into the movie. Well, it's like, I know nobody <laughs> listens to us, but at the same time, please, if, if you're you out do. there and you're listening to us and you have any power, there's certain movies we want you to bring out. <laughs> this is one's, this one's worth it. For this time. one's on Tubi for some reason? Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, that's all we got to say for this one, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time we continue our cruise to the Canon Catalog. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> You've never played basketball in your life. Suddenly, all of his dreams are coming true. But all of his problems have just begun. And he discovers that the only thing worth really having is the true friend he always wanted. Aladdin, a friendship worth wishing for.